to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's TV Reality Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 7, Episode 13, Chris. And Chris, what a bombshell that was. What a twist. I don't think we've <laughs> ever seen this before, have we? <laughs> no, but what a, what a sort of used to a fake, but you've got the vote at the end. It was Brad and Lucinda, wasn't it? That, that was a twist. Someone mentioned it on the Discord, and I was thinking, you know what? They're right. I don't think I've ever seen this before. I mean, no. a strange, very, very strange, Dave. I mean, what would your prediction be off the back of that? So I've got my thoughts. Well, obviously, the problem is with, or not the problem, but the way ITV set up these votes is that people vote for their favourites. So where whereas everyone's mind goes to right, I'm voting this twat off. Um, you, you only get to vote for your favourite. Now I abstained from the vote because I went on there and I was just like, you know what? I don't actually have anything in the game for any of these couples. I think Jake and Liberty are about the best out of a bad bunch, but I'm still waiting for miniature George Michael to have his head turned. I just, I could, I'll be very surprised, pleasantly surprised if he doesn't. So I didn't vote, but at the end of the day, we've got some new couples there. And the actual question was, you know, or the vote was on who you think is the most compatible. And by definition, the the couple with the least amount of votes is the least compatible. And let's face it. Right. it's just a popularity contest. That, that's all it is. You, you could ask that, you know, who do you think could do the most keepy-uppies? You could ask any question you want, and the outcome will still be the same. So I do kind of think, if you look at Brad and Lucinda, and you forget all the stuff that Brad had done leading up to Lucinda coming in, you look at them and you go, actually, they look quite well-suited. You know, I, I wouldn't want to be in a conversation with them, to be honest. But, you know, in terms of how they look particularly, and then they went on the date, didn't we? I don't know if we want to talk about that at all, but, they, you know, they seem to get on okay there. So I don't think they're the least compatible, but I think the chickens are coming home to roost, aren't they, for uh, what Brad had done up until this point. Yeah, and, and to be honest, though, Dave, like... Look- <laughs> And the same, everyone online is saying that all the boys are boring. Brad is is a joke. We've got a great email from Denise that I want to talk about with Brad especially. I think I think it really frames how people are thinking about him and how he, you know, just, just in general with the guys, he's, he's not aware, I don't think, he thinks on a TV show, it's all fine and dandy. But him and Lucinda, I suppose, they don't have to have this intellectual conversation that we're all asking for. You know, I would say like, oh, like Millie and Liam, it's also like, all right, yeah, yeah, and all that. And, and, and Brad and Lucinda is the same. But she come back cooing saying, oh, it was a great day and everything. I saw nothing. <laughs> it was as boring as fucking dishwater. But yeah. if that makes them happy and there is a connection, then who are we to say anything? It makes a boring fucking TV, let's be honest. But that's if they find that there's a connection there through that, good on them. I don't really see it, and I think the public are not deceived either. And what I would say with this voting thing, Dave, 
it's almost, Mr. Horrocks, as if the producers want to keep fucking Brad in longer. Now, whether he's he's got some sort of affiliation with someone at Love Island or his agent has, has done something, but it just doesn't make any sense why he's still there because he's offering nothing. We get maybe one or two lines, an episode of dialogue from him, and that is it. That is it. He's not, he's not bringing anything to the table for me to warrant him being in the show. Apart from his ravishing good looks, of course. Well, obviously, <laughs> obviously, yeah. And that's not a jealousy thing. He is a good-looking lad. I'll, it, I'll give he him is. And you know what the thing is for me, though? He plays up this kind of persona like he's from this little town, you know, that have barely seen electricity in the last 20 years. And, and, and I just don't buy it. He's from just outside Newcastle, which is one of the best nights out you can get in the UK. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he says, oh, you know, I'm not, was it Amber or whatever? He, wherever he said he's Amble, I think it might have been. Amble, yeah, Amble. Where he said he's from is a small place. Yeah, you're a fucking uh, hop, skip and a jump from Newcastle. I, I, I just, he's intentionally for me playing up this like small, small town boy kind of uh, thing as, as if it's his strategy, I think. And I don't know if that's his general strategy in life. I don't know whether he's coming to the show thinking that, but he's always fucking going on like, like he's from this arse end of nowhere. And it's not true. I'm not having that he's not been out for the last fucking at least five years, obviously pre-pandemic, uh, out in Newcastle every fucking weekend. Well, well, Dave, let's be honest. How has he got on Love Island as well? If he's yeah. if he's living in this thingy, what has he done? Is it has he just you know all of a sudden someone randomly turned up on the street and said, "Would you like to go on Love Island?" When he's in this sort of back back end of nowhere, I don't believe it at all. I, I'm pretty sure he's going to be friends or acquaintances of the guys who do Geordie Shore and that. They're all within that circle. They all get their friends on different shows. They all have the same agents. That's exactly what's happened here. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because once you get a social media career, you can be set up for life, Dave. And that's what I feel that you're right. He's he's trying to pull the wool over everyone's eyes. And nothing's come out yet, to be fair to him. Nothing's come out to say, actually, he is a party boy, blah, blah, blah. But everything he's done points to that. And, and I think... I've not seen many people supporting Brad Dave. Not many. Well, the, the whole thing on the date with the champagne is like, oh, I've never had champagne before. Is it? Yeah. What? Never? Never been out in Newcastle and like seen a hen do or a, or a stag do or something? I, it just, it doesn't ring true to me. But anyway, I mean, uh, Chris, where do you think this uh, this challenge will go because you know we've never seen this before but it's essentially brad and lucinda you get to make the choice one of you is going home and you get to make the choice <laughs> and i just I, I i can't really say how it's gonna go i don't think either of them is gonna want to to actually go if i was uh just trying to detach myself i'd say well brad you've had a go at Faye. you've had a go at chloe you've had a go at rachel you know, all right, you might have met Lucinda, but you're losing her one way or the other inside the villa. Um, so you've had your time, you've had your chances. Lucinda should stay in, really. But I just yeah. don't know. I think Brad might be trying to wiggle his way into staying. But if if he's really as smitten as he portrays himself as being, 
then actually you might say, well, well, let's leave together. Yeah, and you know what, Dave? We've had this similar situation where one of the couples has been split up. And when we, one of the series you've done where the guy was supposed to go with the girl, and then he was like, all right, yeah, yeah, I'll see you on the outside, and then starts trying to crack on with other girls. So I think Brad <laughs> will just play the game. I think he'll, he'll manipulate the situation. Lucinda's going to go. And he, I'd be amazed if he he does the gently thing, Dave. I'd be amazed because we've had it before that sort of, well, if you found love with me, why do you need to be in the show? Because they get a media career afterwards and they're not really into you. <laughs> and that just proves it to me. It'll just prove that it is all a big game for Brad if he stays. It'd make better TV because I think the backlash, fucking hell, would be unbelievable. I don't think the girls would be very happy either, Dave. So, Well, here's the thing, though. Lucinda has made very little effort to gel with the whole group. Yes. So you've got this uh, self-titled naughty trio, you know, I I, I don't know why, just trying to make themselves look cool. And they hang around. So she'll probably have uh, the backing of them. If if it's one of those, it's a tie. Lucinda thinks Lucinda should stay in and Brad thinks Brad should stay in. Then it might go to the Islanders. And obviously, it's going to cause a little bit of drama. So I'm kind of hoping it goes that way. and <laughs> They fall out <laughs> a little bit about it. Well, if it went to the couples, well, you might say, well, Millie will want Lucinda to stay in. Liam will go, will go like, Aye, all right. <laughs> he won't have an opinion <laughs> on it, I don't think. Um, but, like, I don't think in Jake and Liberty, well, Jake's going to pull for Brad. I don't think Liberty's going to necessarily pull for Lucinda. Um, Kaz and Aaron aren't going to pull for Lucinda. You know, if you start going through Sharon and Hugo, they're not going to pull for Lucinda either. So True. if it goes out to the couples, I think Lucinda might fall short, uh, given that you know she just hasn't built up any other relationships other than Brad and, uh, like I say, the other two, uh, uh, Chloe and Millie. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, it, it'll be interesting. To, do you think, I mean, they can't drag it out, Dave. It's got to be nailed on at the start. They left it on a cliffhanger, didn't they? Unless they give them... 12 hours or something to do it or 24 hours. I don't know. I don't know whether it'll just be, let's do it now. And that's the end of it. It didn't really give a time scale, did they? No. I mean, I I think the first bit, you know, so before the ad break, they're going to have some of that discussion. We'll see, we'll see their thought process. (laughs) Fucking hell, that's going to be painful watching. I suspect. Um, (laughs) Subtitles, uh, a necessary ITV if you're listening. So <laughs> loads of people have said that, haven't they, about Brad? I know in yeah. one of the emails today, Kayla said that but it's very difficult to understand what he's saying. Yeah, and it is for us, honestly. It's not quite English that he's speaking. <laughs> um, but what did Toby say to him before he went on his date? I don't know. Oh, I said something like only one. Are you all right? Or something like that. It, it was some some kind of phrase that Brad uses over and over again to like join up two sentences or something. Oh, but um, yeah, I, th- I think <laughs> I think our overseas uh, watchers won't won't miss him too much because they'll maybe get someone in who they can understand. 
No, I agree. I agree. But I'll tell you what, Dave. What about Liam? He's Calvin Klein's. Millie in a negligee. Liam's. <laughs> I was going to say something. Liam's. Episode three. <laughs> epi- yeah, Liam's. <laughs> Liam's bulls, shall we say, Dave? Yeah. I, I, I do. You know, he's. he's is dull as dishwater, isn't he, Liam? But I do appreciate just there's just occasionally the thing that is a little <laughs> bit funny. Um, and you know, you see Millie, she's getting out all the sexy lingerie and stuff, what she'll wear, and you know, really agonizing about it. The lads ask Liam, and he's like, Ah, better boxes. Like, <laughs> you know, I sort of admire the nonchalant arrogance of it, even though it's you know, it's it's not a great trait to be honest. But then he pulls on the boxes and you're like, ah, oh, fair play. <laughs> across, across, like, they, they've had two people in the hideaway in the UK one now, and we've had it in the US one. They must be told to massage because, you know, obviously without cameras, you'd be going at it like genetic jackhammers day, wouldn't you really? Let's be honest. You're in that position. They're both single, they're both young, they, they, you know, they, it must be something they do. The drawer that they pulled out looks like it fucking, they've been to Ann Summers and done a supermarket sweep. There was all sorts <laughs> in there. Not just outfits, there was fucking toys and everything, I think, by the looks of yeah. it. So they're not going to show that, I know. But it also makes me laugh. It's like, let's do a massage. And I'm like, oh, come on. I mean, I, it's difficult because how do you, you can't put that on at nine o'clock at night, can you? And both going for it, Dave. But it just, it seems a bit, too you much. To see a little bit of the duvet, you know, gyrating away there, even in series five. And I, I yeah. believe it was worse in the previous seasons. There. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do, do you think it's that? I mean, Liam says to the lads, oh, it was all PG. Do you buy that? No. No, I don't. They were really close. And it made me laugh was when Millie pulled a quilt up to have a look at his, obviously, his rather excited package. And the mirror behind almost revealed it, Dave. I don't think she oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so just behind that. her, as she lifts it up, we're looking from the front, but you can see that she lifts it right up, but she's not aware of the, there's a mirror just over her left shoulder. So yeah, we nearly got more of an eyeful than we needed to. But I think the problem is when they come in in the morning, it's like, it, I love the way they do it on this is because they've just seen it in the US one as well. It's like they've been away for a month and nobody's seen them. Mm. And they come in and it's like, yeah, what? Well, like you said, the grease thing, you know, let's all cuddle together. Tell me more, tell me more. And it's like, well, we had a bit of a cuddle. Yeah, yeah, okay. But Brad was quite funny because he said about rubbing his back and he went, did you rub your thigh as well? And all that. He was, the way yeah, he delivered yeah. it was actually quite funny. But yeah, I don't, I don't see what it benefits because... They're aware of where they are on the TV, and maybe they have toned it down, Dave, because of sponsors and that. Because in the in the past, nobody cared. There was people smoking. They used to get absolutely hammered. Obviously, the drink plays a factor as well, because they're not mm. having a drink. So I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but they're only allowed one alcoholic drink. Whereas in the past, people used to get fucking wasted and want to fight people. So it, 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 there is a big swing in the way the show's produced now. I can't figure out if they're being directed to you know keep it toned down and it's almost like a too hot to handle type of thing it's like you've clearly got the hots for each other massively you both want to rip rip each other's clothes off or is it just that they are so aware that they're beaming into millions of households not only in the uk but around the world as well 
um, and they just don't want to, you know, they don't want their mums to see them on this show in that way. Yeah. Because I, I know, uh, I think it was last week, I heard, uh, or, or there was an article about it, and Kem was saying that, you know, so Kem from Series 3 was saying he regrets having as much sex as he did in there. Because, oh, well, you know, yeah. he's, he's moved on a bit and, you know, he's got staff reporting into him now and stuff. So, you know, he's he's a little bit embarrassed about it. You know, if he had his time over again, I'm sure he'd do exactly the fucking same thing. I was going to say, honest, but, but, but someone like Kem, who's a hairdresser, and I know you didn't watch that series, he wouldn't be at the dance if he didn't do what he did. He got his own yeah. reality show afterwards with Chris Hughes. They were best mates. Mm. They're still best mates. They still pop up. They're on the on the before the show and the, the adverts they were two good mates he wouldn't be there if he didn't do what he did he got with amber they won it they were a great couple they're not together that's it he, he's on the he's on he's on reality stuff he's doing all the circuits like the really keith lemon crap and all that but he is doing the podcast as well and he's been three years or three seasons he's been doing the podcast for now so so mm. he's got a career off the back of love island you should never forget where you come from. He's a lovely guy, Ken, by the way, Dave. He's a good guy as well. He wasn't a typical thing. He was a good guy. I think he was mm. Cypriot or Greek, I think. Um, but he, he was such a good guy. So so I have no problem with Ken, but it's weird how they, they, they... Look, you do get embarrassed. You look back on stuff, don't you, years later and go, oh my God, what is that? But I can get it if he's got kids and all that stuff as he gets older, maybe. But it's like you're earning money off the back of this now. So just mm. embrace it. I just embrace it. That's it. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. But it definitely seems we've had two couples in the hideaway now. I almost think, Chris, if that's the extent of it, retire it. You don't need a hideaway, really. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Dave. I mean, you can never you can never retire Casa more because that's another statement. No. But the hideaway, <laughs> exactly. The hideaway is just a fucking waste of time. It's just a now, waste of time. Now, Chris, with another couple, so Liberty and Jake, yes. I think these are quite divisive, aren't they? Because I want to believe in this couple. I really do, because it's the only thing resembling a couple. I think we've had, of all the seasons that we've watched across UK, US, and Australia, this is the weakest season so far in terms of couples. That doesn't mean I'm not enjoying it. Of course I am. But in terms of couples who you're rooting for, there just aren't any. But we had this conversation, you know, Jake and Liberty, Toby and Chloe, and it, it did seem that Jake was saying more of the right things there. He was saying, you know, he is falling for her. Liberty's saying she's holding back a bit, you know, she doesn't want to get hurt. What did you make of all of that? I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you. And I think that a lot of the public perception is the same. He's doing everything right. And maybe he has had that moment to go, you know what, I was stupid. But his dialogue from the minute he got with Liberty was all about if someone else comes in here, I'm off, basically. I'm going to explore it. He goes in the hideaway. They have this romantic night. She really does get dressed up, all sexy and everything. And he turns up like he's going to a fucking rave in the Abiva nightclub with his fucking shades on and everything. Too cool for school. I'm not buying it, Dave. I'm not buying what he's selling at all at the moment. I really want to be proven wrong. And Theo Liberty almost said she loved him in tonight's yeah. episode. So, so that is an issue for her. She has fallen for him 
a lot. And if he dares do does the dirt on her and cast her more, Dave, we are going to go to Mallorca. I'm going to shave his fucking beard off. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like, again, you, you're sort of second guessing. Is he just being a bit too aware of the game and knowing that, okay, I'm coupled up with you now. It's been great. You know, you, you are great, but I, I still think he, I still think he looks at her like she's an eight and he's in his mind. He's thinking, you know, there could be a nine or a 10 out there. Yes. And, yeah. you know, I, I can maybe hit it off with them. And I think from some of those conversations, I, I just feel like he's waiting for that better connection with someone. Yeah. I agree. I think that's so, a great way to put it, actually, Dave. Yeah, well, I mean, let's see. I, I, again, I hope I'm wrong, but I, he needs to do more to prove it. Yeah. I think it, you can't just say, oh, yeah, I am falling for her and stuff. I want to see Jake properly tested, and I want to see him stand up to the test. Yeah, I'll be the same. It's, it's going to be Casa Ramor now, I would think, in a, in a few weeks. I think that's going to be the only thing that would convince me. Yeah. And, and also I agree because I'll move in fact, I'll talk, talk briefly about the way it all ended. I've got something else I want to bring up as well, but mm-hmm. it was, I thought it was a bit too cocksure with Liam when they were winking at each other. It could be a, it could be a nurse thing, but it was almost just to say, yeah, we're the top boys here. You know, we, we've got, mm. we're in the, we're in the most solid relationships. Exactly what you said. And I don't know. It just didn't, I don't know why I'm, I'm properly like hot on Jake. I just don't believe him. So look, we can be wrong. You're I'd love to know. Him. No, maybe not the right <laughs> words. What I mean is I'm hot on the fact that I don't believe him. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm really trying hard and I've not heard anybody support. Like, look, if someone out there supports him, please get in touch with us because it just for a different perspective, it reminds me that we're so happy with like Liberty that she's such a nice person that you sort of think, oh, don't do it to her, don't do it to her. And it could just be, he has been hurt in the past and this is his way of dealing with things. He's just trying to be too cool for school. And and I don't know. And just try always leaving that little door open for the olive branch. But mm. I do think as soon as some of a blonde comes in, Castro Moore, Dave, he's going to be like fucking the Emperor's new clothes. He's going to be up there like a rat in a fucking drain pipe, that fucker. But I, I love to be proven wrong. It has to be a two-way thing because you could say, well, he was he was tested a little bit when Lucinda and Millie came in, but I don't think they gave him time of day. They, you know, they had a he had a chat with Millie, didn't he? Yeah. Um, which you know, Liberty, that was when she pulled him up and she's like, "Look, I'm not going to sit here and just watch you try and chat up every blonde girl that walks in." Um, but I don't. I think Millie only had eyes for Liam. And she also had a choice of three people, three chefs, to come out and, and deliver a starter main and a dessert. And Jake wasn't in that top three. So mm. he knows he's got very little chance with those two. It needs to be with someone who's going to actually make a beeline for him. And if I know these producers, Chris, they'll get in someone who's just his type and will say, you know, get yourself after Jake. Let's cause some fucking drama. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I'm the same. I'm the same. And you know what, Dave? I, I, you know, I, I regard myself as, you know, a pretty good, you know, house chef, I suppose, you know, domestic chef. I'm not, 
going to absolutely blow you away with a Gordon Ramsay fucking little plate or something and say that's a Michelin star piece of chicken. But I, I can cook from scratch. I've done that for years. I'm sure you're the same. But if I said to Sam, <laughs> I'll tell you what, let's make an <sighs> avocado. Right. Fucking, you're going to make me a fruit, a piece of fruit, and cut it up. And that is the thing. I'm like, Toby, mate, come on. You can do fucking better than that. I thought I'm going to make an avocado. And I know I got slated because I spelled it wrong in the Discord day. But, but <laughs> an anyway. An avocado. An avocado, um, yes. But it wasn't just Toby, though, was it? It was like all the lads. And, you know, this is where I think. These lads have all, they've seen the previous seasons. They know what the playbook is. And they're like, we, at some point, we're all going to have to make breakfast for the girls. And they were so proud, Chris. They're like, oh, look at this. It's amazing. And I'm like, it's not that good, though, is it, really? It, does, <laughs> it doesn't look that appetizing to me. Um, you know, especially Brad, he fancies himself as a bit of a chef, doesn't he? But I don't know. It all just looks a bit crap. Yeah, I agree. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. So, Dave, we at the stage where we've got three. Well, we've got two and a half emails to read today. So, are you ready for these? Yeah, let's go. And I say two and a half because two of them are from the same person, Dave. I think <laughs> she got cut off at the end. So, anyway, this is from Denise, and she's put, "Thank you, Twitter gods, for karma." Okay, I'll do my best to stay non-political, but please understand that even though we see a diverse, we see diversity being practiced on Love Island, and even though Rachel was a clumsy, awkward islander who may not have had the best approach to manoeuvring the villa, the very fact that Brad had no use for her after she saved him made it difficult for many young black females to watch. You only have to read Love, you only have to read Love Island Twitter feed to see the comments. Some young women had about how clearly the boys' preferences always seem to be for blondes. It, it is subtle, psychologically damaging, even as this show is popular. So when Brad went gaga over Lucinda, you can imagine it did unnerve. It, it did underneath her many girls of colour. Rachel's rejection was not just typical in the scheme of the game. I'd like to think that the, that twist ending was the producer sticking it to Brad for his faultless behaviour. Now that, Dave is a brilliant take on it. And I'll just finish off the half bit of the email because it's a couple of lines. Just put, I wrote the previous email in haste from excitement. You guys, I can't do this show without your humour. Denise from Brooklyn. So (laughs) thank you, Denise, hence the half. So what do you think of that, Dave? I think that's a really, really good email. Yeah, so the half, incredibly heartwarming. So thanks for that. Some really great points, though, about what Brad's done. I guess... You know, so so <laughs> we've made no secret of the fact that we think Brad's a bit of a douchebag, and particularly, you know, how he treated Rachel after he'd completely thrown himself at her. You know, there was no nothing in reserve. It, she was completely his type. He completely went after her, made her feel great, and she was like, "Oh, he looks like a footboy, but uh, you know, he's really nice." And <laughs> remember the episode and we're like no go with your gut your gut's right um more though than brad though he's he's just a a bloke who's on love island i i i'm looking at the producers and who they're choosing to put on this thing now you could say well well brad's words he, he says things and they're not quite true i'm sure he thinks that they're true but when he's talking about like the dark features and things, and that's his type, 
And Lucinda comes in with exactly the opposite, and he's like a dog with two dicks. It, it, you've kind of go got to go a little bit past that. And I even think with Teddy, you know, Teddy dated Rachel, Kaz, Faye, and Sharon. And then he ends up picking Faye, you know, who's also the blonde girl. And it is fucking shit. I think the, I think the producers have to be a bit more culpable in who they're getting on. And, you know, ask that honest question about your previous dating history. Because it seems like they've got a bunch of blokes whose type is fucking blonde girls. So yeah. you can say, well, these are people with free will and, you know, they pick who they're attracted to. We can't do anything about that. But I kind of feel like th- they can. They're just putting people in there who go after the same type. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and if you flip it, if you've had chance to watch the US Love Island, there is a perfect example of, of a diverse range of people diversity in exactly how it should be Dave everybody has different tastes and and it, there isn't that spread like it, well, there's more of a spread of people across and, and I do agree with that I agree the UK one is catered to that a lot it really is yeah what about um what about love is blind remember that yes and you had that guy on there um he was a white guy and you know he he only dated black women you know, because that that was his type, if you like. I use in eighties quote fingers there uh, type. The most ridiculous white guy rap I've ever seen in my life. By oh, the way, terrible. but uh, you know, terrible. you've got to watch it just for that comedy value. Um, but you know, so so they've got him on that show. There's other people like that, and, and I just feel like. You know, it's a bit of a cop-out from the producers, quite honestly. So, yeah, I do. I, I think it's damaging. I still think, must have said this five times, Rachel was truly fucked over in yeah. only being given Chugs and uh, and Brad. And, yeah. and, you know, as an option, having to pick Chris out of the bottom two, the people who weren't picked, pick from those fuckers. Now, you could say that, you know, she didn't, she didn't pick herself up after that and go and try and connect with someone else, which she could have done. But I mean, that must have been a right fucking kick in the stomach, wasn't it? Yeah. What Brad did. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It, it was because it, we said that we talked about it a few times, but it was the way she was his type. Then she wasn't his type and he was grafting too hard. He did fuck all, didn't speak to her, but within the next day, as soon as Lucinda come in, he's like, well, if I've got to graft this out, then there's no point. I'm thinking you've done nothing. You've not grafted. You've done fuck all. So, yeah, it's just, it's it's just fucking game playing. Re- his recoupling speech, though, you know, and the fact that um, <laughs> he's saying about coasting in there and, you know, until Lucinda came in. So I'm not, not letting Brad off the hook at all. No. I just think, you know, the producers are a bit in shit corner as well for me. I agree. I agree. And we've also got another email regarding Brad from Dave <laughs> Kayla. Now, obviously, we've got some amazing people, but she has put the throne icon next to her name at the end of the email, Dave. <laughs> nice, I think she's nice. going back for the title, Dave. And those Amaya's, of you playing bingo at home, make sure you, you go. take that one off. Yeah, take that one off. <laughs> so put, Hi, guys. I find most of my joys come from watching Liberty and Cast together. That they should just couple up and split the money. Not wrong. I don't really believe a word Jake says about Liberty. I think he's like having his ego strokes and being in a stable couple, but he just seems like a child next to Liberty. The bottom three couples made perfect sense to me, and hopefully we'll be saying bye to at least Brad, because God knows I never know what he's saying. 
I'd be surprised if Lucinda left it, left with him. But if they really like quoted, they'll if they really like each other quotes, they'll go home together. I don't really care for Sharon or Hugo. Hugo is the same nice guy who no one likes every season, who becomes an arsehole as soon as they get attention in Casa Amor. Keep up the great podcast, Kayla, with the crown, Dave. So thank you, Kayla, and thank you, Denise, as well. Brilliant, brilliant emails. You know what? It's a brilliant point, and I don't think we've talked about that much. That kind of friendship between Kaz and Liberty is brilliant. You know, we've talked about this cliques developing as well, but them two one on one. Oh, the, I, I just yeah. find it really heartwarming. You yeah. know, and so, uh, yeah, definitely hoping they they stick around, and and I agree they should couple up, split the money. Yeah, do it. They're two nice people, Dave. That'd be completely um, great TV to see that as well. Just to shut some of the lads up and show how sincere they are. I've I've got a horrible feeling though, Chris, that. As dull as Brad is, he's kind of got this villain persona at the minute and that that the producers might want to keep him in because as as negative as the, the reaction to him is, he does create a lot of chatter. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the only chatter Lucinda creates is, is she really 21? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is a completely separate conversation, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Correct, you are correct. So big thank you guys to our Patreons, patreon.com forward slash CD reality cast. Amazing that we've got so many of you. We can't thank you enough. So the roll call of honor, we've got Ken Gustafson, Lucky Lulu Green, we've got Lauren, Tracy, Haley, Hennessy Green, Susan, Priscilla, Ed from uh, David Brent Love Island, Hannah, Dee Dee, Katie. And Libby, David, I've now got a pause halfway through to catch my breath. That's how many we've got. So thank you so much, guys, for supporting us. As always, get over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. Our good friend Charlene's running it. Get there. We'll approve you and get the chat going about the show. There's some great conversations over there about what all the stuff that we love. If you want to email us at... No, 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 that's not at... If you're going to email someone, Dave. If you want to follow us on social media, it's at cdrealitycast. <laughs> if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. So, Dave, we are not even halfway through yet, but this, I'm hoping finally we're going to get some drama in this UK one because everyone is socially aware. I want a bit more. If you get chance, the American one is showing the UK one up, Dave. And I say that as a UK national who would love to be American, Dave. But there you go. (laughs) And Chris, can we mention about an appearance that, Yes. Probably will happen tonight, but you know, I'm always thinking what could go wrong. Something might fall through, but let's let's uh, not be negative. It, it this should happen tonight. It should, Dave. So we have been approached by BBC Radio Berkshire, who have asked for myself and Dave to go on as <laughs> Love Island specialists. Now, Mister Horrocks. He first saw this email before me. I love the quote, and I will paraphrase this, but it was along the lines of, of all my expertise, I never thought Love Island had been a thing. That, <laughs> I think that's amazing. <laughs> so what we're going to do is, guys, it's online, BBC Radio Berkshire. It will be 8, 10 p.m. Uh, Greenwich Mean Time, UK time. And it's going to be myself this week, and then Dave will be next week, and we're just going to do a rolling um basically commentary for five, 10 minutes with uh, Michelle Jordan, who's the presenter. So we can't thank Michelle enough for uh, her team getting in contact with us 
We don't know what to expect. We're just going to talk about Love Island, but the fact that we're now classed as Love Island specialist, Dave, that is probably one of my proudest moments ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not joking either, but there you go. It, it is Berkshire, by the way. That as well. I, I, I don't know if that's because I've got my passport and I'm down here now, but that's, <laughs> that's generally how yeah. people, yeah, people don't call it Berkshire. But you do have that great David Brent moment in uh, Life on the Road, don't you? Because Reddin and Slough are both in Berkshire, so he goes to get a tattoo, Berkshire. <laughs> pronounced it, but he faints halfway through, and so he ends up with a tattoo on his arm that just says Burke. Oh my god, unbelievable! But, but no, honestly, we are both so humble. It's uh, yeah, unbelievable. So we'll we'll see how that one goes, guys. If you do get a chance, please tune in because uh, it'll be me. And I'm uh, looking forward to talking to Michelle. Yeah, awesome, mate. Well, another episode in the bag, and I'll speak to you tomorrow. Bye.